3: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com item number 53 urge for reconsideration of gas bill band to better address
4: concerns of residents in western new york
0: Motion. I'm sorry. <laughs> Motion to adopt the resolves and remainder of the CD. Second by Councilmember Golombek, who has the floor, it is the
1: Golombek Bay. Uh, thank you, Mr. President, it's because it's Punchki Day, by the way, they're well, on in my, they're in my office. Oh, so, I, I really had an attitude when I looked over there and didn't see downstairs. Yeah, they're in the office. See them downstairs. They're in the office. Montour, I was afraid, was going to eat them off. if I brought them <laughs> down here. Um, but. This item here is, uh, when I've been going to my block clubs, it's, it's not really a city issue per se, um, but the big issue that I've been getting when I've been hitting my block clubs is a concern that residents are having about my gas is going to be banned, uh, my gas grill is going to be banned, my favorite restaurant is going to lose their gas grill and I'm not going to be able to get the food there the way that I want. I've had restaurants in my district that have called me. so. Um, I, for the record, would be opposed to simply using um, electricity throughout all of New York State. Um, but that's not exa- all that this resolution calls for. What this resolution calls for is for representatives from New York State to come in and clarify what their position is. Because I think that some of the information that's out there is misinformation. I think some of it is accurate. And I think that there is a legit concern about trying to put everything onto the grid. Because the biggest, one of the biggest issues I had during the storm um, uh, in December was I had about 12 blocks and streets that were out of electricity from two to three days to almost the full week. And in almost every single case, the issue was was that transformers had been frozen, And I had crews that were trying to get to Transformers rather than trying to get down Main Streets. And that was one of the, I'm sure we have this in all of our districts. Um, I don't see this as being a Democrat versus Republican issue. I will say that I see it as being a New York City versus the rest of New York State issue. Um, This may work in New York City, where you have neighborhoods, you know, council districts that are literally one city block that is an apartment complex. Um, that does not work in Buffalo, western New York, upstate New York. Uh, you know The issues that we have here are very, very different, and there should be an exemption instead of a one-size-fits-all rule. Um, but uh, I, I will just say, as I said, for the record, I am opposed and concerned about the issue that our grid would be able to handle all of the electricity that is needed. For us here in Buffalo and in the region, um, and I think that we also called for. And if I did, if we didn't in the resolution, I'd like to have somebody from uh, a National Grid and maybe from one of the universities come in and be able to let us know: Can the grid actually handle it? Um, are we going to? Are we asking for a problem if we are going to try to change everything from gas? Uh, or from in, to electricity over the next five years. Um, I've always been an opponent of the one-size-fits-all approach, and I, I just think that there's a lot of problems here that have not been thought out. Maybe they have for New York City, but they have not for Buffalo and Western New York. Thank you, Mr. President.
0: Councilmember, the res- in your resolution, and, and I'll just say this, uh, I think that's a good, great approach is to ask them to come in, because all of us are most concerned about the poor and struggling, because mm-hmm. that cost is going to get pushed onto poor people, especially who rent, if a landlord has to retrofit a home. I'm also concerned, and I have to be, about churches that, and and nonprofits that are heating their facilities with, for instance, a furnace that's gas. The cost of changing over some these mammoth buildings uh, that have been left because of flight, and then you had congregations that took them over, and and now there's no way they would be able to afford to heat. I can, uh, and this isn't a poor church, but Antioch. I, I can imagine what the cost would be to heat with electric. Yep, it's horrible. So I think that to bring them in, and I go to Councilmember White and Councilmember Skin to bring them in in that approach, I fully support because I, I, I'm everybody is so nervous about what that means and what it would cost.
3: Councilmember White, Council thank you, Mr. Skin. President. And please, if you could add me to this. Um, at my last breakfast meeting, we brought up the issue about the conversion mm-hmm. from gas to electric, and there was almost a revolt. And exactly what you said, people are scared. Like, well, how is this going to happen? How is this going to impact me? And I think that to have representatives come and explain to people is extremely important now. It may be good in New York City, but it ain't good in West New York. And tonight I have a block club meeting where people were interested in generators. Well, these generators are controlled or uh, operated from gas. Yes. So again, you're trying to do something to be proactive, but if you're on the down on the long in the long term you're gonna eliminate gas, and how do you run these generators? So there's a lot of questions and there's very few answers and maybe there are answers in New York City, but it doesn't seem like there's answers in Western York. So I applaud my colleague for his um, proactive approach because we want to educate our residents. We wanna we shouldn't be scaring people. We should be educating them. We know that fossil fuels are a concern of the environment. Absolutely. But how do we educate people and how do we move them into it without sale telling them in twenty thirty you're not gonna be able to get this gas stove? That's not the way to do it. It's gotta be a better way and I appreciate how he's approached it. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Council Marscape. Thank you, Council President. I have a resolution that's very similar. Uh, Later on the agenda to Councilmember Gomek so I'll just talk now we can just make the motion on that one Uh, You took the words out of my mouth talking about those who might be a little more financially strapped and what this kind of Conversion might do to them not just just on several fronts but also We've seen and my resolution calls for just a pause of what the New York State Climate Action Council is trying to do with this climate leadership Community Protection Act because I think in the last couple of years we've seen a couple instances where New York State has proposed and passed legislation without having the framework in place and kind of the chaos that has ensued because of it. So I don't want them passing legislation, go ahead saying this is gonna happen, then everyone's scrambling mm-hmm. uh, all across the state. We uh, It would have a tremendous impact here in Buffalo and Western New York. So I thank Councilmember Glumbeck for filing his resolution, and hopefully we can just adopt mine afterwards as
0: well. Councilman Ferrello, then Councilman Wingle.
5: Thank you. Um, I just want to add: we just had a terrible blizzard where forty people died, tens of thousands of people were, were without power for four days and five days. I talked to countless people who said the only reason their house was warm was because they had gas insert fireplaces. And I mean, we have. I we think I, we don't know what we'll see in the future, but to have power outages for four or five days at a time. I know different neighborhoods have power outages more frequent than others, and that certainly needs to be looked at when we're talking about getting rid of all gas inserts and gas fireplaces. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you.
0: Councilmember Winkle.
6: Thank you, Mr. Chair, and you are right. Um, Antioch is a, is, a, is a big edifice um, over the, over the, the, the uh, storm There were about 40 people who housed themselves in our sanctuary. And again, like I said before, they they ate all of our food out of the covers. They cooked, uh, they didn't wash dishes, but it saved over 40 lives. And I can only imagine the cost of heating a facility like Antioch uh, over on Fillmore. It it would be, uh, you know, very cost prohibitive. I would only agree to something like that if the government was to mitigate the costs or subsidize the costs of that conversion. And I wholeheartedly agree with my colleague, uh, Council Member Scanlon, and that uh, we need to make sure that we're doing something uh, to prepare for this before they make a decision and say, all right, we're going to take all the gas inserts away. So let's make sure that we don't build the plane as it's going down as is much of the things that happen in politics across this country, but at the same time, we want to make sure that we're prepared for what this may – because there are going to be unintended circumstances that we are not going to be prepared for, that we know is going to happen. And we know that there are going to be other extraneous confounding factors that are going to contribute to this uh, being worse than what it could be. But what we want to do is, again, I cannot agree more with Councilmember Scanlon that we need to have the framework in place and make sure that places like these huge churches that have these huge sanctuaries um are able to convert if that should be the desire of the federal state government thank you mr chair
4: thank you council member noakowski thank you council president not to be redundant but you know that there's an uh, very importance to this matter whenever council member speaks up on it and i've had a lot of conversations with folks in my district and uh, the way that they were explaining it to me is almost like a twofold where they're saying that okay we can understand where new builds you know large n- new builds uh, could could require this but the conversion to existing structures where the city of buffalo has some of the oldest housing stock in the region Absolutely. the uh the inundation of, of this mandate could really uh, have a ripple effect of people of affordability um of historic structures and, and and aging housing stock thank you mr president i know it's
0: uh thank you and you're totally correct i know it's 2030 uh but for that, that's around the corner, and and I know people who it takes ten years to plan a vacation, so imagine trying to plan getting rid of your gas stove. And I'll just say personally, I like my gas stove. I only know how to cook on the electric, uh, but imagine, especially our seniors and most challenged. So I agree, Councilmember Bowman. Thank you, uh, Mr. President. I just wanted to kind of chime in. I appreciate the discussion. Um, One other point I wanted to add, and this came up at one of my block club meetings, is, um, and I really appreciate the fact that we're gonna ask National Grid to come in, because what kind of protections are we taking to ensure in these blizzards or major storms that the substations that everybody are talking about froze or went under snow? uh, What kind of efforts are being taken by the power company to further protect those? And it sounds like in colder climates, Alaska, they do make efforts to protect them further so that'd be a very interesting conversation to hash out thank absolutely you. thank you councilman. councilman
2: thank you very much mr chairman sometimes uh you know people in albany come up with different legislation but then it's up to everybody else to govern the legislation that they try to pass and we find it that it's very difficult to govern the legislation they pass for example the cannabis um that they approve but it don't say how it's regulated so you 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 come together with legislation but it's up to everybody else to govern how is it licensed is it through inspections is it uh, does the city have a say in this whole thing so i'm really concerned about the attitude in in albany where they come up with legislation it's up to us to figure it out after the fact and how to govern Uh, but i agree i when i heard about taken away of the gas stoves, I couldn't believe it. It was like um, there's something just wrong when they're telling you you don't have an option, that we're going to do this. So my concern was for the very reasons you all explained, and that is that the poor folks are not going to be able to do the conversion. Um, But the fact that you don't have the option is a concern of mine as well, where they're telling you, hey, um, by this year, we're going to do away with it. Uh, I'm concerned whether or not I should buy a car that's not electric uh, because they're saying by such and such a year, certain states are doing away with gas vehicles in their states. So it it does bring a concern in terms of how we govern with decisions that are made in Albany, and I wish they would come and talk to us and and fill us in. Now, we could be worried about something that's not even going to happen, but we certainly want them to clarify that. So I'd like to be added on as well. Thank you.
0: Councilman the is this being sent to the delegation? A copy?
1: I believe that it is. Uh, If not,
0: yeah. Okay, thank you.
4: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.